Hello, welcome to episode 23 of The Hive. Uh, back with the usual panel, Joe Dodds, Lorna Leeson and me, Joe Moffat. And today we are going to be talking about virtual workplaces. Virtual workplaces are here to stay, um, even more so in light of recent announcements. So how do we go about making them as human as possible and not lose productivity? So, Joe, do you want to kick off with some thoughts on this one? <laughs> Shall I start with my individual thing again? <laughs> <laughs> Treat people as individuals. That's how you make them human. Yeah. I think the starting point is to... to really get um, uh, comfortable with the concept of the fact that working outside of an office is actually a really positive thing for lots of people and lots of organizations do that already regardless of the pandemic and everything else you know, they've built whole businesses on working remotely all around the world and done it really well so you know so many people start with the mindset of it's a compromise and there's issues and it's not going to work well let's start with the view that actually many organizations have made it work and there are lots of ways to keep people engaged and and working well and productive and everything else and apply that to our thinking and see how we can make this situation uh, work positively uh, for our organization and, and for our people because I suppose there's an argument to say that if we were if we uh, were actually creating the workplace of, or not, let's call it an office at this point for the for the purposes of this conversation um, if we were creating a thing called a workplace and we were doing it with a blank sheet of paper from scratch would we actually um, have created what we've actually been working in for the last few decades um, probably not um, so have we got an opportunity to re reshape it? Lorna, what's your take on this? I find it really interesting seeing how different clients and companies that I'm talking to and working with are, are tackling this. So I think exactly to the, the, the question you just raised, Joe, if we were to reinvent the workplace and, and how we think about where work is performed, how might we do that? Now, one of the clients that I'm working with, they have a group of people who are um, boots on the ground, operational folk um, have to work for their security and, um, and, and operations guys and girls. So they have to really be in a specific location. They can't do that job from home from a, lap, from a laptop. Mm -hmm. um, so there's been a one way of thinking, which is, okay, so how do we be flexible and keep them, keep them safe? Because that job's always going to be, it's like doctors, nurses, mm. that you know there's bus drivers you yes. have to work from somewhere you can't drive a bus at home <laughs> I mean, one day you'll be able to right just on your on your iphone like yes this. that is true um <laughs> and then you've got and i'm talking to another client actually that is, that's talking about people who are working out on oil rigs and actually they are saying well you know one day in the future they might be doing some of that stuff remotely from an ipad they won't have to be out there so there's also that kind of real future focused thinking but those people who have been in cubicles in offices like battery chickens for for decades and we've now got an opportunity to completely reinvent that and think about well what do we really need we need somewhere where we can collaborate somewhere we can bring customers and show them what we're all about somewhere where teams can you know stick stuff on walls somewhere we can have a coffee right that's what the office is for mm -hmm. um, and we had a conversation this week before the uh, the lockdown stuff where some folks have gone back into the office and because it's very open plan 
and we're still navigating it. So they've gone kind of gone in and they're doing remote Zoom calls, but there isn't a meeting room that's big enough to hold everybody. So they're all doing remote Zoom calls from their desk and it's sort of got really noisy for people who aren't on a Zoom call. So you're on a Zoom call with somebody who's sitting six <laughs> feet away from you, also <laughs> plugged into their laptop. Yeah, yeah. Um, so actually that makes us rethink about the kinds of spaces that we need yeah. in, in offices because you are going to be co-working with people who aren't in the same location. Now, lots of global businesses have already had this problem for a very long time yeah. and found lots of really good ways to navigate it. Mm -hmm. um, so I think the call to action, which is what Joe was saying, which is if you're a business that's been thinking about work in terms of you do it in this grey building between these hours plugged into this desktop um and that's the only way you can work free your mind mm. free your mind mm. yeah. interesting i saw some fascinating stats actually um, earlier this week uh, around call center contact center call center um response times and productivity mm. and you know i mean that is the, the call center environment is is can be you know in our minds the classic sense of the 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 cubicles and the batteries and the rows and the rows and, and the signs you know how many calls outstanding waiting to be answered and all that kind of stuff going on and these stats were showing that now that those functions have actually been dispersed into people's homes or elsewhere um far from seeing a reduction in turnaround time far from seeing a reduction in customer satisfaction as a result of calls being dealt with and um, they're seeing the opposite you know yeah. productivity is up call handling volumes are up speed of response is up customer satisfaction with outcomes is up mm. yeah it's like, i've seen it right. client. exactly exactly yeah. that what i'm also seeing though this is something about keeping one step ahead is that you will get new thing new challenges that you need to address so what lots of people are really missing and it's back to the how do we make it more human thing that we were talking about is, which we um, actually haven't answered yet of course have we so well, let's the, answer the it the human bit is the social connection mm. right that's yeah. the bit it's the social connection it's you see me i feel like a, a person who's valued mm -hmm. and what i'm hearing um i've got a client who has a remote call center and they made their call center remote way before covid and so they're kind of a little bit ahead of the learning curve and what they're now trying to navigate is how do we help those folks feel part of something because what those guys missed being in one location was the banter across the desk yeah. the coffee machine chats the after work drinks mm -hmm. how do you replicate that is yeah. it is yeah. the bit you need to think about mm. yeah so i've been um, re reading and listening i listened to a podcast the other day uh, and it was a an advertising agency and they were talking about how they were going to go out to the office so of course events have overtaken them at the moment but this will be into the future for them and they're exactly doing that they're reimagining how they can work remotely for most of the time but also come into the office and you know they're from a traditional industry where they you know they're used to being in the office for long hours and drinking after work and all that sort of stuff so there's surely sort of not the advertising industry world i find that hard to believe sparkling water of course um and so you know they were saying they need those social occasions because it's something that that is part of their sort of industry if you like but also that if you do the thing about coming to the office when you want to it's open you know that you'll end up with people you know some people in on monday some people on tuesday some people on wednesday and then that camaraderie thing isn't there so they're talking about maybe having you know core days where people come in if they want to or they do come in and then the rest of the time they don't so they're, they're thinking about how they can use um the the week the structure of the week on certain days to have that sort of camaraderie um but i think as well a lot of the 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 what i've seen since the the lockdown um 
in terms of remote working has been training for leaders, training for managers and, and narrative around how managers either are sort of um, thinking they need to see their people to see if they're productive or not. And really, it should be about performance and everything else. And we've talked about that a lot ourselves. I haven't seen lots of training for uh, people, you know, employees on how to work remotely. It was almost like we've trained the managers or tried to train the managers and tried to give them a different perspective and just left everyone else to work from home and do the best they can scenario. And, you know, we see it, Joe, working with Engaged Success. We all work remotely. And, you know, some people are great at it. They're really good at asynchronous communication and, um, you know, a bit of banter and building relationships because they're just a good at it or they've done it before or maybe they've had some training. Some people really struggle with it and they want to have meetings and they want to make the sort of corporate thing happen because that's what they're used to. And I do think there's a, a real opportunity to, you know, teach and coach employees as a, as a group on how to create those connections and how to work independently but also with other people rather than just expecting as usual rather than sort of manager bashing and saying it's all up to the leaders and the managers to work out how to do it actually you know how can we teach other people to ask for what they need or to do the things that they need or, or whatever because i think that's a real key part of it interesting point yeah it's it's almost like um <laughs> you look not so convinced <laughs> Who, me? Well, or yeah. know me. No, you, look, Joe. I've got no poker face. It's not my, the advertising agency thing, I think they've got an opportunity to rethink about what agency culture is. Mm-hmm. And maybe there's some stuff they don't want to replicate in yes. that after work drinking long hours thing that might be more yeah. inclusive. Yeah. That's my initial thought there. And, and if you listen to podcast, to be fair, that is what they were talking about. I might, may have spun it in very traditional terms, but they were very much thinking forward. Mm. And that's the other thing is it's the it, one of the assumptions we're making about what work is. So I did a workshop this week and I sent out a note beforehand and it said things like, you know, if your home office isn't the most comfortable place for you to sit for four hours, don't sit there. Don't put a suit on just because that's mm-hmm. what you think you need to, to do. Wear the most comfortable thing you've got. Have some snacks, get some fresh air. Like almost giving people permission to, they, I think we, we come with a whole lot of assumptions that are old world work thinking, mm. which is I've got to be smart and wear something with a collar. Mm. I can't have anything unprofessional going on around me. I've got to work from somewhere with a nice bookcase behind me. Yeah. Um, and that's just extra pressure you don't need. Taking that away and just mm. turn up. Yeah, it's interesting. That's really interesting. So in the same way that organisations need to, uh, you know, picking up Joe's point in, in the same way that organisations should take this as an opportunity to sort of rethink what the workplace might be, whether that is in a building that or, or a mixture. Um, actually, we as workers, the individual members of the workforce, we've, we've, we're just as guilty as everybody else is sort of saying, well, what has this meant? It's meant we take what we normally do in an office and we replicate it yes, and we replicate every aspect of it mm. and we i see we, your whiteboards yeah you know <laughs> i raise you my monkeys and my piano <laughs> the thing is you don't write very much on your whiteboard no, Joe, but look, that's apparently I mean, my bathroom my daughter decided to tell me what design we wanted on the new bathroom so i'm not quite sure how okay that's- so yeah it's, it's, well it's interesting my, my husband is working from home I mentioned him on the um videos um before and he very much um 
took a while. He still says he doesn't like working from home, but I think he's really sort of got used to the idea now and, and has got his own routines and so on. But he works everywhere in the house. He's got his own study. He works in the sitting room. He works on the dining room table. He works in the kitchen. <laughs> he has to change his environment, which he wouldn't have done in the office. And I think that is a sign that he's actually starting to understand you know, what suits him. Although we do have a bit of a family joke because he, he talks about proper jobs. They're nine to five in an office. So our daughter tells her tells him that he now doesn't have a proper job. So more for him for defining what a proper job was. Because <laughs> obviously he's in a different situation now. But, you know, he's, he's, he's found his way because it's been that long now that he's, mm. he's sort of worked out that you've got to do what suits you. And I, I think, you know, we need to be encouraging that for, for people, as you say, a bit about be comfortable wear the right clothes you know um eat properly get up and down have your water with you all that stuff and does it mean um being on a zoom call all day or an open zoom call all day i mean I, I saw something in the week somebody saying my boss is expecting me to be on zoom all day and every day i mean is that is that replicating the office environment or you i think lorna wants to comment go on, have a rant. Go, on go for it trust <laughs> explain. it's about trust <laughs> if you don't trust your people to think to that you know, if you're not thinking about output then you're not you know sort of measuring how how you're all going to get stuff done in that way and you think the only way you know what people are doing is by monitoring them it's about that's trust work mm -hmm. on your trust and you shouldn't be managing people or running a business mm -hmm. you should be running a prison <laughs> well, it's a similar thing to that there was somebody um complaining that their company wanted to put monitoring tools productivity monitoring tools on their own personal computers uh, which again sounds a bit didn't provide equipment and then wanted to like, yeah put... didn't provide equipment but wanted to put monitoring tools on this person's own personal um, equipment so that they would horror stories about people who've done the stupidest things yeah. without I and mean, it's without thinking right yeah. they're not yeah. thinking and i do think there is a flip side because there is so much talk about um that it's the community that that's missing when you are all working in a disparate way and and it, it is if you don't make a way for it to happen and i you know in the defense of of people doing something like that <laughs> if you were to think positively about it maybe they think it's a way of creating that environment where you have the banter and you can talk to people and everything else obviously from our point of view it just sounds awful <laughs> and you know that he wouldn't do that it wouldn't work in reality I mean, well, if you've got like 50 tiny little squares and you've got to go what's bob up to then <laughs> where's he gone he's not been there for i haven't seen him in that square for about six hours <laughs> having said that what about you know um they've done uh, event software where you can visit stands and go into I different areas and yeah. so there must be a company that has or is thinking about developing software and i think there has been software for co-working and i don't know how it works but there must be there must be a company somewhere that's operating some sort of uh, sorry developing some sort of software for exactly that 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 you are sort of all together and you can go to somebody's desk and have a little chat with them on the way to the water yes. cooler or whatever i don't know somebody we will be know. Remo is the conference software and right. um kindfest 2020 was run on remo last mm. week and mm. it was brilliant really yep. good exactly that yeah that's a, that's a good example of a potential virtual workplace and it's uh -huh. back to what we were saying the other week about being intentional the technology that you use mm. but the thing about tech is there's always a human assumption or behavior that sits underneath that it's it's going to enable or not you know yeah. like the thing or when not. skype came and it had the little green light 
And I, I remember ages ago when Skype first came and it had the little green light. And so I'd go and like, you know, make a cup of tea or put the laundry on if I was working from home. And I'd dash back every two minutes to wiggle my mouse so the green light didn't go off because I knew that people were thinking, why is she not working? I'm paranoid, Lorna. <laughs> but that's the culture. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah, the culture. Yeah. Why aren't you always available? Why aren't you there when I need you? Because I'm not a robot, dude. Yeah. Yes, yes, exactly. And that's what you get. Okay, lovely. Anything else to add? Or are we done? So much. I think that's time. one of the takeaways, isn't it? I'm not a robot, dude. I'm not a robot, dude. You're welcome. Yes. We'll have that one. Thank you. <laughs> Joe, Lorna, as always, it was a treat. You see, we enjoy our Zoom conversations. It's a little bit of a our but chance I don't have to, to get sit together. I've all day talking to you, Joe. <laughs> oh, that's probably why then. Just an that's hour probably. is fine. <laughs> great stuff lovely great to see you all everyone thank you for listening and bye-bye <laughs>